Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe it, Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Guarded at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. He's at the four. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923. And enter the PIN 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Barry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. Well, hello and welcome from an 80 degree southwest Florida. Hope everybody's oh, well. Talk like that. <laughs> yeah, it's colder here. It ain't 80 degrees it's here. here. It's about it's about 20 something here. No, it's in the it's in the 50s. It's 80 today, but it's going to be in the 40s on Tuesday. Well, who knows what it'll be here? So, take it away, Chris. Okay. Now that we have the weather some, out of the way. Somebody once said, you don't want to hear about the weather. Anyway, <laughs> he says that all the time. Okay. All right. Today is October 25th, 2020. It is show number 115. And, uh, hey, we're getting, and, and remember, everybody, it's only nine days as we speak, nine days till the election. Make sure you vote. That's the important, yes, most important absolutely. thing. Make sure you get out there and vote. So, anyway, what is our agenda? Pretty much what we've been doing. Um, and, and it's, you know, always different things. Not as much virus talk a little tonight. Not as much as we've had a little. But uh, we, uh, we're we going to start, of course, with the NFL, then with college football. Then we're going to go to baseball. Quite a World Series game last night. We'll talk a little about that. And, uh, and any other rumors we might have in the MLB. Uh, then we'll do NBA. A couple of moves were made in the NBA this uh, week. NHL, a big retirement that uh, we've got some audio of, of Mike em- Emmerich, the, Doc Emmerich, the announcer, uh, the a great one of the best hockey announcers of all time. I will say that for him. And uh, then we're going to uh, also do the uh, Sean's poll question that he'll tell you about in a minute. And then uh, we're going to do the deaths. And one of the things I'm going to do before I turn it over to uh, Sean is I'm going to run down who the deaths will be because I think it's only fair if you're, you'd have to wait all this time and say, oh, there wasn't anybody I was interested in or whatever, or even you could do other research. You don't even have to hear it from us. You can check other local uh, sources and so forth. But before I even do that, I want to wish Robert a happy birthday. Robert's birthday is going to happy be on birthday, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it'll be on Wednesday, yep. Wednesday, and yeah. he'll, of course, be 112. No, he won't. <laughs> but, no. Uh, no, uh, and uh, Robert is, uh, you know, going to have another birthday. And uh, anything special planned for your birthday, Robert? Uh, no, not at this time. Uh, we're still trying to figure out what we're going to have for dinner and that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, we've we've got all kinds of COVID restrictions in our county, so things oh. are locked down. And you may you have know. a seventh game of the World Series to to well, watch. Well, I, I that's yeah. what I'm hoping for. That's what I'd like for my birthday yeah. present. But while I'm talking here, before we turn it over to Sean. Uh, when it fit, when it's appropriate, I found some uh, new ways for people to get podcasts on their devices if they're interested in a specific team. Uh, I uh, because 
of the Raiders situation this week. I played around with my device and I discovered a whole okay. network of, of new podcasts for people if they might be interested. So I'll talk about that when we get to it. Okay. And, so that's, uh, a, that's yeah. a good reason, Robert, just to tell them to stay tuned because that's at right. some point they'll that's hear right. about that. Yeah. That's right. Jesus. Okay. So, um, and so then for the deaths, and this is a teaser too, not that we want to think of death in that lighthearted a thing, but who are the people who we're going to be talking about? So I'll just run them down quickly. We're, we've got Daryl Cousins, the umpire from uh, American League first and then MLB. He was 74. Mario Henderson was 35. He was uh, he played for Florida State and the Oakland Raiders. He was an offensive lineman. Tom Usick, 88 years old. He was the Patriots punter from 61 through 66 and backup quarterback. Uh, Bill Mathis, 81 years old, running back for the Jets. And the tight, well, the Titans first, and the Jets from '60 through '69. Basically, they're uh, they're AFL running back because that's the whole uh, length of the time of AFL existed. Matt Blair, off, off, outside linebacker for Minnesota Vikings, who played for them from '74 through '85, and W. C. Gordon, Jacksonville State football coach, 90 years old, and he coached uh, Jacksonville State from '76 through '91. Those are the people we're going to be talking about. I Robert, think, Chris, any I think Chris, it was actually Jackson State. It was Jackson, Jackson, Jackson State. State. Yes, Jackson, yeah. except yes. Um, we, and as far, and far as, as far as the NASCAR goes, they completed 52 laps, and the rains came. And I don't know what the status is, whether they're going to try and run it or whether they're going to run it tomorrow. Where, where are they? Where are they? Um, I thought it was supposed Jack, to be in uh, Texas. They're in, they're up in Ennis, up in Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. There, yeah, yeah, there was some rain up there this, today. So okay, I, well, the roof will be closed I, for the ball game tonight. Yeah, I, I don't know what the status of the um, new race is. Hopefully, Pierre or somebody will come yep. in and maybe update us. Right. Okay, we'll and find out about that. So, Sean, why don't you run down our stuff, and then we can get to the NFL. All right, first of all, if you would like to call in at any time and whenever we start a subject you can you know call in on that subject that way we can kind of stay on ours you know that way you have time because i know there's a delay from when we're talking to when you guys actually hear because of the internet but download your zoom app or dial 646-876-9923 or any other zoom number or any other zoom number works but if you don't have a zoom number that's an easy one to you know use but but then dial enter the code 287-723-4600. Hit the pound key twice. Uh, when you come in, star nine raises your hand and Alt-Y on the computer, and I don't know, on the smartphone. And when we call on you, you're muted. So we'll tell you to unmute if you're on your phone. Do star six. If you're on the computer, do Alt-1. And we want to thank our buddy Tom in, Ball- in Maryland for letting us know that on how to do it on the computer. Yep. Uh, also, if you want to leave us any comments, questions, criticisms, anything throughout the week, sports lounge at allthingsradio.net or a couple ways to leave voicemail, 800-693-0595, option number two, say it's for sports lounge, or if you want to get us directly, 773-572-7715. When you hear the greeting, just hit the pound key unless you want to listen to my wrestling update. You know, I kind of... I do some rambling about stuff on there for about 20 minutes, but so you probably, if you're not a wrestling fan, you don't want to hear it. But also, you want to interact with us, 712-432-3642. Board 9 is the Sports Lounge Board, and Board 13 is the Schedules Board. TV schedules in it, uh, XM schedules, especially, didn't have as many changes, or didn't have many changes this week, but you never know from week to week, so you might want to check on that. Now, the poll question. Last week, 
we talked about your big sports letdowns. And we'll do, be doing this a little bit later, so don't call in until then. I'll tell you when you can when it's time. But your biggest, your happiest occasion in sports, like the biggest, the most you know, exciting thing, like one of your happy occasions in sports. So, and you can have more than one. I mean, really, really big moment in sports because you may have one for several different sports. So, anyway, but well. I think we got a pretty crazy week of the NFL week seven. So shall we get on over to it there, fellas? Sure. Yeah. Let's. Or do we want to let Robert tell about his? I don't know. We'll do. We'll do the NFL. How about okay. if we do? Uh, why don't we finish all the football, college right. and pro, and then have Robert talk about the podcast? Yeah, Robert will talk okay. about it because it'll tie into okay. all the sports. Yeah, so, because right. yeah, it'll tie it'll tie into what we're going to discuss when right. we reach a certain team. Right. Here we go. Here we go with your scores, though. Okay. Uh, Thursday night, Eagles twenty-two, Giants twenty-one, and that was the Giants had a twenty-one to ten lead with four minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and the Eagles. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, well, the Eagles tried to do everything in that. In the end, to win this game, twenty-two, twenty-one. That's the right. Eagles, the Eagles tried to do everything in that game on several different occasions to give it away. In the they Giants, I wish, I wish the Giants were playing the Falcons this year because the Falcons and Giants are playing the same way. They're they're close, they're competitive all the time, but they find the most creative ways. They if they make can make more mistakes, if they can, you know, cause a defensive penalty, if they can do anything, they will uh, you know, they will lose the game. And uh, they just yep. they're, they're just not getting it together this year. I mean, we'll see about Raheem Morris. And actually the Giants I think are heading in the right direction in a lot of ways. I think that Daniel Jones is a pretty good quarterback and stuff, but it's just they just can't get out of their own way at the end of a ball game. And they've and had some, and they have had some injuries, so I mean, let, yes, you know, they have. Saquon Barkley is out. So. in first place. <laughs> they are two, four, yeah. and one. Yeah. Lions twenty-two or Lions twenty-three, I should say. Falcons twenty-two, and the Lions <laughs> scored a late touchdown and won this game on a forty-eight yard extra point. Yeah. There was a celebration yeah. penalty. Uh, Danny Amendola got excited. I don't blame him. They had just tied the game. Remember, the NFL is the no fun league. And, uh, you know, there was no taunting involved. I think there's a difference. And you don't see as much of this. They're not calling as much of this. And I think part of it is because this year there's no crowd to play to. And you really get a reaction from the crowd if you did stuff. And that's not happening. But the idea is, you know, if you're just celebrating with your teammates, that's fine. You know, if you're taunting the other player, that's another penalty. And that's not even, they said, excessive celebration. Uh, Nothing was choreographed. It it was the last second touchdown. Come on. But they were able to kick the extra point. They won it 23-22. And again, the Falcons found a creative way to, to lose the game. They certainly did. Browns 37, Bengals 34, and that was a back-and-forth crazy game. And uh, Baker Mayfield had to throw a touchdown right at the tail end to win that. But that was a crazy game. In he Baker threw five Mayfield. touchdowns yeah. today. He yeah, certainly and he did. did with with cracked ribs. They said he was he was playing with cracked ribs. And Joe Burrow uh, did, had a great job. To, you know, he was he was just as good as he's been all week except for that one game. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, again, the Bengals is another team. They could have won many of these games. They've, they've had fourth-quarter leads, I think, four times, and they've only won one of the games that they had the fourth-quarter lead. And, and Baker Mayfield started out 0 for 5 in pass completion. Correct. And it ended up like 23 for 28 or something. Right. Yeah, he, and uh, at, one Be- point, at one point he hit 18 in a row. So And Odell yeah. Beckham Jr. went out of the game early with a knee injury, and I think we're going to hear about that uh, probably and that uh, tonight. Does not or look, that does not Didn't look, look good. good. So 
he injured his knee. He injured his knee on a tackle. So yes, because there had been an interception, he tackled the guy. But yeah, yeah, we will find out what happened. But it didn't sound sound good. We'll see. Saints twenty seven, Panthers twenty four. I'll bet our buddy Pierre is happy about this game. It was a good game though, back and forth, and uh, the Saints won the game. I mean, we got that. uh, The ESPN radio had that, and we got that locally here. So Mm -hmm. uh, it was a good game. Yeah, it, it, it was. And, you know, the Saints, uh, Drew Brees and uh, Tom Brady go back and forth, by the way. Brady passed Brees again. They've done this many times for the all-time pad touchdown. I think it's 559 for Brady, 558 for Brees now. That's exactly like that. what it is, yeah. But, you know, it, it's like uh, Brees is getting it done. Uh, Britt Bridgewater came back to New Orleans and had a good game for uh, Carolina, and they'll be heard he from too. But, uh, they, you know, it, it really all three of those teams other than Atlanta, you know, the Saints, the, the uh, Panthers, and the and – the, um, uh, Tampa Bay are all good teams and uh, could all be in the playoffs depending on how things break in the yes. NFC. Yes, they certainly could. Bills 18, Jets 10, and frankly, uh, neither team played well in this game. This is one of no, those they games. Did not. That, well, Buffalo got lucky today. Know, if somebody the had Patriots- to win. If the Patriots had won, they would have been, uh, you know, and, and I mean, the Dolphins are where they are, and they had their bye. But if Buffalo had lost that game. And we'll talk about them in a few minutes. Right. Yeah. But if Buff- Buffalo had lost that game, they would have been right in the mix with the Patriots and Dolphins. They've got a little cushion now. They uh, Their their kicker kicked uh, uh, Tyler Bass, kicked six field goals, six of eight, by the way. He, he missed two, and he picked kick six. So it was very similar to what Denver did last week against the Patriots. But the Jets finally were competitive. This is the first game they've been competitive in all year long. And the people who took the points, and I was listening to FAN the other day, and um, Joe Beningo was saying he, he was taking, that was his pick, to take the the 12 points you were getting, and he won it. So uh, the Jets finally played a competitive game. So uh, it's not going to do, uh, you know, Gase any good or anything like that, but it's it's just uh, at least they did. 0-7, oh, the only winless oh, team seven. in the league. Yep. yep. Washington 25, Dallas 3. We know that uh, Andy Dalton wound up with a concussion, and uh, Ben DiNuccian had to come in. DiNucci. DiNucci had to come in at quarterback and finish the game, and we don't know what's going to happen. You know, Will, clearly concussions, I mean, they can go for a day or they can go a week, a month, whatever, so we'll just have to wait and see. Maybe they like Cam Newton. I don't know. know. And keep one thing in mind. The the trading deadline is election day, November 3rd in the NFL. So So I think Cowboys do like a four – they do a four-hour network post-game show, not just Mm -hmm. for their local, but on the whole – so I I decided to tune by and – yeah. yeah, let's just say it was interesting with the fans. <laughs> I don't know, and we'll get to the Patriots later. I don't know who played a worse game, the Patriots or the Cowboys. They 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 were the two worst teams today. They just were. They were the terrible. only yeah. the only bad thing, and I heard this from both the the football team's crew and from Dallas's crew. It didn't look like the Dallas defense had any interest in playing today. No, 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 no. And, and it that gets it. to. That gets to a whole a report that came out by Jane Slater of NFL Network where she said there was it they they didn't trust McCarthy. There was like all kinds of infighting with I players. I was just going to talk about staff. that. Yeah, um, because it, 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 the more and more it looks, because the uh, I get notifications from Bleacher Report, it it it's starting to look like the players are starting to revolt against the coach. Uh, it looks like Jerry and Steven and company might have made a bad choice. As so, far but as then, a head so coach. then I guess we now know that uh, maybe Jason Garrett wasn't the whole problem. 
right? Exactly. Oh, oh yep. he wasn't. He wasn't. I think it was no. obvious. He was doing the best he could. And you've got to have the right kind of coach to sit in the middle of a, a situation like that. But I will tell you another thing. Just for I said uh, the the name the former name of the Washington football team last week. <laughs> Craig Heist. Craig Heist did it twice today. He's been yes, covering he that team. He's been covering that team. And, and and I was listening to CBS Sports Radio a little bit. Jody McDonald did it too. So yeah. it is not it's not easy to get away from that habit till they have so a new you're, name. So you're you're saying, Chris, that you and I should feel better that we're not the only ones who died. That's, right. That's right. It's happening to the Dealer. professionals too. The Steelers 27, Titans 24, another good ball game. The Titans were Very down. Very good game. They were down yep. big, yes. and the Titans came back and, you know, easily could have won that game. They could have. Steven, Steven Siskowski missed a 45-yard field goal Gus, to tie it up. Gus, Gus, Gus. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was our CBS game because since, yes. you know, we had Dallas and Houston both on Fox, so CBS was our Tennessee Pittsburgh. Yeah, they, they, they gave that to about 90% of the country. The only people that had in market, you know, the Cincinnati, Cleveland, Ohio, had it and uh, New York had it had those right. games but basically everybody got the, uh, the yeah, that Pittsburgh was, Tennessee the game. that was our that was our Iron and Eagle game of the week yes it was right and yeah. so no I mean the Steelers really I mean we've they've been you know we knew they were going to be better this year because Roethlisberger was coming back and we knew they'd actually done well to do to manage to at least stay in the playoff hunt until the end of the year last year without him but uh, they really you know then we've got quite a game we've got the schedule coming up quite a game next week Pittsburgh at Baltimore so that's going to be fun yeah right Packers 35 Texans 20 that game in all fairness was not as close as 35 to no. 20 no the, no Texans Packers, made a little comeback at the end yeah. but Packers just ran away with it they just yep. they, it could have been a lot worse they yeah, kind, I think the Packers kind of coasted towards the end and yeah. I, I yeah. forget the name of the receiver but somebody caught almost 200 yards Devontae uh, Adams yeah Devontae that one yeah yeah yeah, I mean, yep. Aaron Rodgers had a field day. Houston had no pressure on him whatsoever. Houston it was a good day for, for Brady, Breeze, and Rodgers, the, yeah. the old yeah. pros. They, yeah. they got it done Houston, today. Houston Houston's problem, problem is their de- Houston's problem is their defense. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Yep. That yes. is true. Chiefs forty-three, Broncos sixteen. That game was a blowout from <laughs> from the first two. I mean, Chiefs, yep. Kansas City. You, ne- you never offense. thought they were threatened. Kansas City scored on offense, defense, and special teams. Yep. And they just, uh, you know, Denver realized that it was 10 degrees pretty quickly in that uh, day. Yeah, the Chiefs yeah. were, yeah. you know, they, they, they just didn't want to be there anymore. And, uh, you know, Denver got a couple of wins, you know, earlier against the, the Patriots and the Jets. But uh, now they had to play uh, one of the top teams and they couldn't handle it at all. 49ers, 33, Patriots, 6, Chris. This is ridiculous. I mean, this is this is ridiculous. The, this team, I mean, Cam Newton, I think, is a front runner. Basically, if you remember, and I, and I, you know, okay, it was better than having nobody. It was better than maybe, uh, you know, I wasn't really necessarily looking forward to trying out Jared Stidham, but I'm like, okay, whatever. Let's let's give this uh, veteran guy a, a try. Maybe it'll be better. But he has checked out. He Cam has left the building during the third quarter when they benched. They did bench him because he threw three interceptions in the first half. And so Stidham came in and he didn't do great. He threw an interception too, and they only got a field goal. But the point is, Cam didn't have his helmet on. He didn't have his headset on. At least at one point, Scott, Scott Zolak said that I don't think he wants to be here. It's going to get cold. You know, it's just he. He again, he didn't do well in that Super Bowl when uh, Seattle really. Uh, blew his mind in that Super Bowl. He's one of the quarterbacks that you see them sometimes in the Super Bowl. They look like the deer in the headlights, and he did at that point. Uh, Denver I, beat Carolina in the Super Bowl, not Seattle. 
It was, it was Denver. You're right. I, yeah, yeah, Seattle yeah. was uh, was uh, yeah. That's right. So it was, I mix up. I'm sorry about that. So Denver, Denver. And that was, yes, that's because that was uh, the last game for um, Peyton Manning. Manning. But, but anyway, he had the deer in the headlights look and he just is about, you know, it's not going to happen here. And I think that what they need to do is they need to just let Stidham play, see what they've got. I'm not saying Stidham's going to be great. Um, Just give them a chance and then they'll know what they need to do for next year. But the worst thing that, Coach Belichick has going for him is general manager Belichick. He's not a good general manager. Right. No. <clears throat> no Bucks because, 45, uh, Raiders 20, and Robert, this game, it was close for a while, and then the Buccaneers pulled away. Well, I predicted this earlier today on our on our phone system. Uh, I, I said that the Raiders were going to lose today because of all the events uh, that happened this week to bring everybody up to date. Trent Brown, our uh, right tackle, uh, caught uh, COVID-19 on uh, on a Monday, or uh, they I guess they found it on Tuesday. On Monday, the whole offensive line was together uh, during their off day. On Tuesday, he was uh, uh, placed on the COVID list. But the NFL has a thing where if you're not playing in a game, if you're out of the facility, you have to wear a tracker, and what it is is you wear a bracelet, and that way it can tell who you've been around, where you've been, that kind of thing. In case you get, in case you're unlucky enough to catch this virus, they can uh, figure out who you've been around, what they need to do. Well, Mr. Trent Brown decided, well, I'm not going to wear this, so he never wore his bracelet so when he got diagnosed with covid and they put him on the uh covid list they had to do that with the entire raider offensive line the starting uh, offensive they, line uh, i suspect off- i suspect he'll be penalized for that uh well uh, yeah um uh, he uh, i would suspect he's going to be fined or suspended or something but they had to put the entire starting offensive line on the covid list uh, starting on Tuesday, and they had to get tested every day until today. And uh, and uh, today they finally got clearance to play this morning, uh, the other four, uh, you know. And yeah. uh, so yeah. they played. And you could tell the offensive line did not have any practice. Tampa Bay has a very good defense. Uh, the Raiders got 20 points, but this game belonged to Tom Brady. He had a field day. Uh, for he those did. of you that for those of you that think 43 year old Tom Brady is done, I got news for you. He scored five touchdowns today. He ran yep. one in and threw for four. So That's right. he's no he's nowhere near done. People. Yes, and and of course to get back to the Patriots briefly, this was a horrible day for Bill Belichick. Jimmy Garoppolo came in and uh, ripped the Patriots apart. Basically, they ran all over him, but he threw enough to keep yep. it honest and. So between Garoppolo having a great day right there in Foxborough and Tom Brady doing what he did in, in uh, Las Vegas, uh, he couldn't have had a worse day. Yeah. Chargers 39, Jags 29. I didn't hear any of that game. It was back honest. and forth game. I know the chart. I was listening to the end of it, and they were talking on the Jacksonville uh, broadcast that they had a 21-16 lead, and then they went for a fourth and two uh, somewhere around midfield, and they didn't get it. These fourth and two, you know, these coaches who want to do this, and they didn't get it, and they thought that kind of turned the momentum back to the Chargers. And after that, uh, Justin Herbert had a great day. He threw some long bombs. He he ran for a, a sixty yards, and uh, so he had a you know he's really establishing himself. 
they, you know, they can beat they they can beat teams like Jacksonville. What they need to do is move up in class and be able. And they'll get a test next week. They're going to, I think, play in the uh, they play in the Raiders next week. I think. Uh, no, the Raiders are playing Cleveland. Okay, no, well, we'll get to the schedule, but they yeah. they, they haven't figured out how to beat the, the next in Denver. Okay, that's right. Yeah. So, and that's a pretty comparable game. They'll, they'll probably do okay with that. But they haven't figured out how to move up and start to beat the middle teams. They can beat the uh, the lower echelon teams, but they haven't, uh, you know, if the defense is, they have talent, but they just don't seem to maintain. So even a team like Jacksonville got 29 points on them today. So that's uh, not a good sign. I, I do think, however, the Chargers have found their quarterback. Oh, I yeah. Think, I don't fine. think, they, I don't think they have to worry about that. Now they have to work on other parts of their team. Correct. Seahawks Cardinals are just underway. Bears Rams tomorrow night. And my NFL note that I have here at the bottom of the page this week, the Miami Dolphins announced they are going to start Tua Tungavailoa at quarterback. And therefore, Ryan Fitzpatrick goes to the bench. And, you know, there's a lot of people around the league that says you feel horrible for a guy like Fitzpatrick, yeah. because he's done every. Hold on, just a second. Hold on, just a second. He's hold, hold on. He's done everything that Miami wanted him to do, and he he's the consummate professional. He said he's yep. going to do the best that he can. Here's the here's the thing on that though. What they said now, unfortunately, their bye week got moved. He was going to come in. I think their bye week was week ten, and he yeah. and, you know they were going to have the yeah. On week nine, he was going to come in after the bye week. So they said, oh, we had our bye week up, pumped up early, or our bye week's coming early in this next week. So he's, when they come back, or, you know, we got the bye week now, or they, you know, he's he's going to be our starter. And, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I mean, he he sounded – I mean, I don't know if you heard the, any of the clips with him. I mean, they, they played it. He sounded like – he said – I feel like I, you know, I just got fired from my job, and I'm supposed to help the guy that that I'm getting uh, yeah, fired no, he, for. He he sounded uh, very disappointed, and you know, I kind of feel bad for him because he yeah. got the he got the team to three and three. Uh, uh, theoretically, they could be in playoff contention. I understand that Tua is your future, but do you do you put your future ahead of what what you've currently got going on? You know, Go with, ahead with the future. Go ahead with the future next year or later. Yeah. If it start, you know, if you see that hey, he's starting to slip and we're getting out of playoff contention. Yeah, but you yes, can I, make I agree with you. To say, it's like and, pre- you know, I think Tua. Yeah, it Tua seems like it was understand. pre-programmed. What you're saying, Sean, is it was pre-programmed. In other words, when the bye comes, it could be week three, it could be week 13, we're going to replace this quarterback. And that's not the way to coach a football team. Look at what's actually going on on the field. The guy, Fitzpatrick, had a good game last week against the Jets. Granted, the Jets Jets are lousy, but he had a good game against the Jets. He he did as best he could with against the Patriots. You know, and they beat San Francisco. They killed San Francisco a couple of weeks ago. He just came in and killed the Patriots, you know. He killed everybody else in that division. He came up here and killed the Giants and the Jets and the Patriots, and then Miami went to San Francisco and beat them. So what does that tell you? I I, I don't understand this. Uh, I'm not a Dolphins fan, but... Uh, this this doesn't make any sense because you've got a legitimate shot at making the playoffs here. Why are you going to throw that away? Because well, it look, doesn't mean you're throwing it away either. The guy Tua yeah. could be wonderful, but you know it's yeah. just the idea of well, if if it ain't broke, they'll fix it. I think that's right. more my the, thought. It the speculation, mean, Tua, do it. the speculation that I have heard is that the Dolphins would kind of like to get some more higher draft picks. Well. 
I mean, whatever, yeah. that's fine. But this, the, you, you can't, you can't account for what's going on this year with the Patriots and the Cowboys and, and the whole NFC yeah. East and all this yeah. other stuff. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be topsy turvy. You know, hey, everything in sports is topsy turvy this year, and and why should the NFL be an, an exception as far as how the draft order comes out? Yeah, right. But we do have a schedule next week, Chris. We do. Here yeah. we go. All right. And I put this together. And uh, there's only a couple of changes, but uh, we do. And I think next week, uh, for week nine, this will be week eight. There's I'm about to read. Week there nine. are none yes. in week nine. So I can go back to reading the, the yes. old Braille right. schedule yet. That's right. Yes. Uh, that's right. We did, we'll see about that. Yeah. Okay. Atlanta at Carolina uh, on Thursday night. That's, of course, the 29th. That's at 8.20 p.m. on uh, Fox and uh, NFL Network. And then on the first, on Sunday, Patriots in Buffalo, 1 p.m. Yeah, the Patriots get to go to Buffalo. Well, <laughs> Buffalo hasn't been lighting it up, so we'll see. You know, it, you, you don't put it past the Patriots to play a pretty good game. Uh, you know, just the, when, you, when you count Bell, check out, that's when he pulls something out of his hat. But yeah. don't ask me what, exactly what and with whom. This will be a big controversy. We're going to actually have a quarterback controversy around here, I guess. This first, How about first, that? Time, first time since Drew Bledsoe, uh, Chris. Bledsoe and Brady. Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee at Cincinnati, 1 p.m. on CBS. Uh, Las Vegas at Cleveland, there you go, Robert, 1 p.m. Yeah. on Fox. Uh, and that's a, an unusual situation, again, on Fox, but they, they do flip these around sometimes. Yeah. Indianapolis gets back into action against Detroit at 1 uh, on CBS. That's going to be a close game because both teams play close games. I guarantee yes, you that. Do. Yes, I would they take do. The, I would take the points. Whoever's getting a couple points, I would take them because it's going to be close. Uh, Minnesota at Green Bay, 1 p.m. on Fox. That probably won't be close. Uh, no. The Jets are at, at uh, Kansas City. 1 oh, my God. That'll be close. That probably won't be close either. <laughs> 1 p.m. on CBS for the Jets at Kansas City. Uh, the Rams are at Miami, 1 p.m. on Fox for the uh, for Tua's debut. Oh, and Aaron, Aaron Donald gets to say hello to Tua, yep. Mm-hmm. Hey, do, you, do you get the feeling that maybe they'll, they'll make sure that the people in Alabama get to see that game? They might, might work that on, yeah. on CBS? Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Pittsburgh at Baltimore is the uh, big game we were talking about, 1 p.m. on CBS. And, of course, we've got Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Cleveland all playing well in that division. So we'll see what happens with Pittsburgh and Baltimore, their yep. first meeting of the year. Then for the late games, the Chargers are at Denver 405 on CBS. Uh, then we Fox is a doubleheader week. Uh, so we've got New Orleans at Chicago, 425. That should Fox. be a good game. Yep. Uh, another good game, San Francisco at Seattle, 425 on Fox. Uh, yes. Uh, and uh, here's a game that won't be. Dallas at Philadelphia, 820 p.m. on NBC. Oh, I feel, I, I feel bad for NBC. You, you never know which Cowboys team is going to show up or which That's right, Eagles and you can't opt out until, what is it, after week nine or so? They, uh, I don't know when they start to be able to change the Sunday night game, but uh, uh, yeah. they're getting da- Dallas and Philadelphia. And the thing is, it may be a competitive game because they're both so lousy, but it's going to be a weird one, I can tell yeah. you that. And we don't mm-hmm. even know whether Dalton will be back to quarterback or what no. we're going to have. Uh, no. For the uh, Monday night game, it will be Tampa Bay at the Giants. Okay. Uh, on Monday night at 8.15 on ESPN. And the buys, uh, re- the reorganized buys, Jacksonville, Arizona, Washington, and Houston are the buys. Okay. So there you go. And real quickly, uh, Antonio Brown signed a one-year deal with Tampa Bay. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, the ironic thing, of course, well, we all knew who got his way in that one uh, because back in March there was a clip that was played – uh, Bruce Arians on Tiki and Tierney on CBS Sports Radio and CBS Sports Network. Mm-hmm. They asked him, they said, would you go get, he said, no, 
Well, we don't need him. I mean, we're fine without him. We're fine. And, of course, now... Uh, yeah, he's too much of a headache and that kind of thing, yeah. yeah. He's so there. We'll he's there because Tom likes him. Now, he is a headache. Okay. He's a headache. He's trouble. He's this. But you're getting him league minimum, and he's going to be that third or fourth receiver. And you know what? If it's, it's basically for the rest of this year, if there's a problem, they can just say, you know what? Okay, you got your league minimum because he... He is, finishes his suspension, his A-game suspension, and then he can come in. So, I mean, it's it's kind of it's a headache, but it's a low risk headache. Well, and remember yeah. when I had when I had to deal with him with the Raiders, uh, Sean. That's when the Raiders had their season on hard knocks. So I got to yeah. see on TV every week uh, the kind of crap he pulled. Um, I would love to see yeah. the first. Yeah. If him and Arians ever say anything to each other, what that's going to be like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we need to cover a couple other news notes. Uh, the Tennessee Titans got a slap on the wrist for their COVID violations. Yeah, $350,000. Yeah, $350, that's right. <laughs> so that's that's all. No draft pits grow lost. No forfeiting. None of that stuff that they were talking about a couple of weeks ago. Um, Dana Stubblefield was sentenced to 15 years to life for raping a disabled woman, uh, a, a mentally disabled woman. So that is uh, a sad story for everybody. It was ba- and it was what it was, Chris. So it was a babysitter at his house. Yeah. yeah he, he, uh, this happened in 2015. Right. Um, uh, he uh, lured her over for a supposed job interview mm-hmm. and it was no job interview. It a disgusting piece of work. Uh, uh, you know, yep. what, what can I say? So, uh, and I think uh, that's all the NFL notes that uh, I Des have. Bryant, Des Bryant was picked up by the Baltimore Ravens practice squad. Yeah, okay. he's on the practice squad of Baltimore now. So, And as I said earlier, the trading deadline for the NFL is 4 p.m. on Election Day. So, 4 okay. so why don't we why don't we do this? Let's take our break, and then we'll come back, and we have a little bit of – we'll have some more stuff to cover. I was going to have any hands when we come back, though. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with money ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ed Council. The storms are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. 
Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Okay. Back where we are, guys. And we do have a hand. And we also need to get Robert's story. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Okay. Uh, Robert, Robert, hold on. Let's get to Jerry. Why don't you unmute and you can talk? And uh, and then we'll get to have Robert. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay, well, I have a couple of things to talk about here. First of all, uh, there was no 12-7 to 7 with Notre Dame yesterday or whatever. No. no. Their heads handed to them, 45. That was the worst game they ever played. Yeah, that was not good. But I'll tell you, the thriller of the day had to be that Penn State-Indiana game. Yeah. Well, we'll, talk, we'll be talking about that talking in a minute. About that, yeah. the, the big upset, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that, was, that was great. And, uh, I mean, it wasn't great for me because, of course, I was rooting for Penn State, but what can you say? And, I, imagine, uh, I imagine, Bill, you thought that was fantastic, right? <laughs> hey, Fred, it's the only second time in history that Indiana's ever won um, a game with Penn State. So I was thrilled, but you got your money's worth. You oh, yeah. Steelers today. You're Anything Steelers in the NFL, Jerry? How about the Steelers? Yeah, they were trying to find a way to lose, but they got it done. But well, tennis- I wouldn't look at see. I wouldn't look at it that way. Not like the Giants in Atlanta, Jerry. When you've got two good teams and you've got a you, know, you get a lead like they did have, and then the other team comes back because they're a good team. I mean, you're you're, yep. you're playing another. You you got to give them respect. So I would say. You know, the Steelers managed to win it. That's great. And you just uh, give them credit for coming back like they did, you know? Yeah, and they're they're still undefeated, so that's a good thing for them. That's right. Okay. Okay, Robert, tell us real quick about the uh, podcasting. Okay. Um, in conjunction with all the Raiders mess, uh, I, I uh, could not get the flagship station in Vegas to work. So I started playing around with my device. I have a Lady A device, for those that don't know. And I discovered there's a network. It's called Locked On Podcast. And they have all kinds of podcasts on various subjects. Well, for sports, all teams are covered. Uh, They cover uh, NFL, NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball. Each team has their own daily podcast, Monday through Friday, and it's either done by professional writers or sometimes season ticket holders. They also have college football and basketball um, podcasts for the various conferences. If you're interested in listening to anything, you just tell your device, whether it's Google or Lady A, you just say, play Locked On and mention whatever team you want. And you have to do it Monday through Friday because these are daily podcasts, and they're all recorded at different times depending on the time zone you're in. And if so, you did it over the weekend, you would just get Friday's version. Yeah, you right. get Friday's version. So, so they archive it all. Can you go back uh, and say uh, previous? That, that now, uh, I suppose if you if you found them on on iPhone and stuff, Sean, you could probably find them archived. But. Uh, but as far as the devices are concerned, they only play the daily episodes from what I've figured out so far. I haven't tried to go backwards yet to see how that works. You okay. can go wow. back. 
you can't go back because I've done it with the Reds before with the Locked On podcast. So, oh, okay. Thank you. Bill. Okay, you can right, go back. And um, stay tuned because we're going to give you some more information once I do more testing on some of this Google stuff to expand your sports listing. So that's a little and tease. I'm, and I'm still playing around with this bill to see if there, uh, what right. else is there. So. And I have an NFL question for you guys. Okay. And okay. I thought I was right on this, but I guess I wasn't. Jameis James Winston, where is he playing at this year? Uh, I, he's in New Orleans. Yep, the He's the backup in New Orleans. But, of course, he ends up basically uh, functioning as the third guy because they have the, uh, the what's his name that comes in? Uh, Jason Hill. Jason Hill. Jason Hill. Right, Hill. Jason Hill comes in. So he's kind of like the, the real bench warmer. Right. Yeah. I wondered where he went. I thought it was going to be Pittsburgh. Then it ended up to be New Orleans. So Yeah, New yeah. Orleans is where he is. Yeah. Well, our, if we go to college, college football, football yeah. uh, from yesterday, the I would say the Penn State – Loss to Indiana was probably the upset of the day. Yeah, in overtime, man, that was just and and I heard the Indiana highlights of that. I I heard the highlights and the guy was like, I mean, he was like, well, no, oh, he's not in on the two point conversion. And he's like, oh, he's in. You know, he's just like, I I don't think he thought he wasn't in. It sounded like to me. Yeah, it, it, it was close, and he wasn't sure. And, you know, he wanted to be, but he didn't want to be disappointed. Don Fisher has been doing the games oh, yeah. since 1970. Yeah. yeah. So, and, 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 you know, let's be honest, Bill, Don Fisher is very good. Very he is. good. Oh, he's good. Yep, very good. he is. And I, so, and, I think that, and I think that's one thing to keep in mind for this year, too, is um, the game was, was it, it was in Indiana, Bill? It was in Indiana. So I assume he was at the game. He some was at the game, yes. Some crews are traveling and some are not. Now, yesterday when Iowa went to Purdue, uh, Gary Dolphin, Bob, uh, I was about to give you the basketball guy, Gary Dolphin and Ed Podolak right. did travel, as did their the silent reporter, Rob Brooks. So some yeah. are traveling, and, some are not. And Craig Way is going to be at every game this year, he said. Okay. Kevin okay. Wallace. And so we, and any well, other, we know from the Iowa State version, we know John Walters has been. Were there any other yeah. results that, that really stood out well, yesterday? Oklahoma State, Iowa State, that was a, wow. It was, it was, was a good game. And, I, you know, in Iowa State, if they just clean up a couple of things, they could have won the game. I mean, it was number 17 versus number 6. Right. That was a game that really, you know, it's like they were just, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was it was a battle. You had two matchups of ranked teams: SMU, Cincinnati. Of course, Cincinnati blew out. SMU was nine and sixteen. Ohio State just handled Nebraska. Michigan yep. handled Minnesota like they were supposed to. Mm-hmm. LSU hand taking care of South Carolina. Uh, of course, Texas beat Baylor. Alabama Oklahoma beat Tennessee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Alabama and Tennessee. Alabama. Now, now the, the controversial now, game of the day. The controversial game yeah. of the day came at Ole Miss. Um, yeah. Thirty, I believe it was thirty-five twenty-eight was the final. Auburn won the game, but Ole Miss had yeah. a touchdown taken off the board. And to be honest, everybody that I've heard said that touchdown. Yeah, should have counted. So should've, it should've uh, I know counted. Pierre and I had it, said we thought Auburn would would easily. Yeah. We, you know, Pierre and I had said we thought Auburn would win big, but you credit Ole Miss. If they could just stop anybody, they they'd be really good. And 
And then, of course, Syracuse started out. They they took the lead on Clemson, but then Clemson yeah. just showed. Hey, Over the years, Syracuse has yeah. given Clemson trouble the last couple of years. Not, not at the end, uh, but they have. More than BC has, who's going to play them next week. BC will probably get killed, but uh, Syracuse has always given them a hard time. You know, and yeah, that's and another then, thing to remember, too, though, guys. If you like college football and you, and you like something like the Sunday Drive, um, the college football blitz – uh, is kind of the same premise, and it's on uh, 84 if you have Sirius XM, or you can just ask for it from TuneIn, and uh, it'll take you from game to game to game. Okay, so we have some uh, news notes, and I guess, well, you just had one that I hadn't heard about, the Wisconsin quarterback. Talk about him for a minute. Uh, yes, his last name is Mertz. The Wisconsin quarterback has tested positive for COVID. They are awaiting a confirmation, which means he's being tested again. If it is confirmed by Big Ten protocol, he will miss 21 days. Which is that more is than crazy. most corporations. That is, yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Most people, it's uh, 10 days to two. Basically, two weeks 14, is, is yeah. the norm. Yeah, is the norm. So that, I don't know. Well, remember, this whole Big Ten thing was, was so controversial when they started it. And they had people on both sides who were very firm about they should play, they shouldn't play. So this was probably a compromise that they came up with. But I think it's pretty unrealistic. You see, uh, and not that he's played well since, but you see Cam Newton had, did have the virus and was was back within a week. So Well, you know, and, and I mean, this guy, I mean, yes, it was only Illinois the other night, but he played pretty well the other night. Right. Right. So, and I guess another uh, person who got the virus is the Purdue coach, right? Jeff, Jeff Brom, is that his name? Jeff Brom, yes. And, yeah. And uh, his brother, Brian, was coaching yesterday. And um, not that we've covered this a great deal, but, you know, everybody wonders who's standing, who's kneeling and whatever. Well, Iowa and Purdue, the, the teams both decided that the teams would stay in the locker room till after the national anthem so that there was no controversy either way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, Sean, you had a story about LSU uh, sort of trying to get out of uh, any kind of future sanctions by trying to self-impose. Okay, LSU self-sanctioned themselves. Basically, if you remember last year, the national championship game, Odell Beckham Jr. was down there handing out cash to several of the players. And uh, he, you know, he had oh, uh, about 2000 bucks. $2,000, it was approximately, and he tried to say it was fake money, but they found out it was, and so you had that, plus back in 2012, the LSU basketball coach gave a football player's dad a, a paid job, basically for doing nothing, $184,000 a year, and so they've been investigating this since 2017, and what they did, they took away scholarships, took away uh Recruiting, I think, took away eight scholarships, self-sanctioned, took away uh, some recruiting and some other stuff, trying to get ahead of the NCAA, thinking, hey, Beckham, we, we they, did I ourselves. Think, I hold, think on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, Robert, one at a time. All right. yeah. Go ahead. I'm yeah. not no, sorry. We did it ourselves. We did it ourselves there. We, we're trying. So, in, But, you know, you never know with the NCAA. And Robert, I, well, I, I was going to say that I think Odell Beckham has been – Banned from the campus for like two yeah, years. Yeah, two years. Well, not for two like years. two years. Yeah, for yeah. two years. Yeah, that's right. That's the other part of it. He's yeah. banned. He's banned from the facility for two years. So, uh, 
he'll be handing count cash at road games now when he's out. Well, and now it's really going to frustrate him if he's out for the year because he could have limped to some LSU games and now he won't be able to. You guys, yep. better, anyway. be, you guys better be nice. Uh, Pierre is here now. You, you might make him mad. You, you, don't okay. want to, you don't want to do that. No. Okay. So, uh, and the only other uh, college uh, note that I have is Army Navy. They're going to play on uh, at West Point, uh, and I don't know what the date is on that. December twelfth, probably. Uh, but they're going to play at West Point. It'll be the first time they played on campus since nineteen forty-three during the war, uh, because they can have more fans there than they'll be able to have in Philadelphia. You know, Philadelphia does have fans. They had fans at the Eagles game the other night and so forth, but uh, they only are, you know, maybe 20% well, of the fans. And Army and Navy, Army and Navy and Air Force are all just allowing the cadets and the midshipmen, the students right. to go. But even the amount of cadets at West Point and the amount of midshipmen and Navy would be more than what they allow at yep. uh Yeah, so they're just going to go to do it at Mikey Stadium, which uh, maybe it's bigger than the Navy Stadium. But anyway, that's where they're going to do it. And uh, yeah. so uh, we'll see how that goes. So other than that, do we have any more on college stuff? We do. We, let's no. just remind, just one reminder here. College basketball starts on November 25th. So everybody always, you know, we always know it starts like on the, usually the 10th, 11th, somewhere around in there. It's November 25th this year. So for all you basketball fans, uh, you're yeah. November 25th. And before we get on to baseball. Let me remind you all about the poll question. Be thinking about it. Since last week we talked about your letdowns, your heartbreaks. Think about your happy times in sports. Your happy, your your that boy moments in sports. Yep. Okay. So there was a happy moment for Tampa Bay fans last night as Brett Phillips, who uh, wasn't even on the uh, league championship series roster, and we only won for two in the postseason. And I listened to that game, and uh, you know, listened to Dave and Andy, and they were like really saying and it was it was like if he could do anything it would be like a kurt gibson moment and it was because he he got a two-run single uh the, it, and it looked like they were gonna they had tied the game but then uh, rosarina fell uh, between third and home but then the dodgers threw the ball away the relay was bad and so he got up and scored and won the game tying the series at two games apiece so that's going to be that could be a Tampa Bay moment, especially if they don't win the World Series. It's like the Carlton Fisk home run is still a great moment for Red Sox fans, and, even though they didn't win the World Series. Well, you know? remember, and, remember, Chris, uh, Randy Rosarena didn't play much uh, for the, about the first three quarters of the season because he had the virus, so that's why he didn't play much. Ah, okay. Right. And remember, and, you're going to have a historic thing that's only happened once. Either way, whoever wins this World Series, uh, yep. either going to have for the second time the Dodgers and Lakers winning in the, a championship in the same year, and they've been the only NBA, the only city that's had to, an NBA and Major League team to do it, or you're going to have the Rays and Lightning to do it, and of course that happened what, in 2000? With 2000 the with the New Jersey Devils. You have to count the Devils as part of the... Remember, when we talk about the New York metropolitan area for hockey, we say that there are Jets fans, Islanders fans, and Devils fans, because it's northern New Jersey, so yes, the Devils and the Yankees won in 2000, the Stanley Cup, and in 88, the Dodgers and the uh, Lakers won the NBA championship. So we'll have a repeat of one of those things. But the thing for Tampa Bay is they have a chance to really do something. If they could win the World Series and they're one of the Super Bowl contenders, they could get three, and nobody's done They'd that. they the well. first. And yeah. well, remember, well, for the, the Tampa Bay Rays, it is not looking good tonight because in the bottom of the second, the Dodgers have a three nothing lead. Oops. Okay. Okay. Um, and remember, the Super Bowl is in Tampa Bay this year, so that that's right. So yeah. we'll see. Um, uh, it would be the first to win at home. 
if they were to win yeah. it. I hope yeah. So, Sean, you uh, you have a story about and a friend of the show, Craig Way, the voice of Texas Longhorn uh, uh, you know, football and basketball. He went to got to go to a ball game on Tuesday. Well, actually, he's voice of everything with the Longhorns. Voice of everything with the Longhorns. But anyway, baseball. And, yeah, and he and yeah, he's had he, nice things to say about our show too. So, anyway. yeah, he has, and he went. On Tuesday night to game one, he bought tickets. He didn't use privilege. He bought tickets in the 18th row, and he talked about his experience. He went up there. He said, going into the game, no bags. Uh, you know, you could sneak stuff in your pockets because, yeah, he said he snuck some peanuts in. Uh, they had everything pot, you know, divided into uh, every other row. They had pods of four. Every other section, every, you know, different, they had it all spread out. Uh, he said it was a really good experience. He said the beer line was not long. They had everything, you know, very sanitary as far as when you got your hot dogs, your beer, your soda, all that stuff. And he said it was really, you know, really interesting to see. He said there was about 11, there were 11,000 fans there in, mm-hmm. in a 40,000 seat stadium. And he said Brad Sham teased him because he bought tickets. He said, you didn't use your privilege? Yeah, he said, right. no, I bought tickets from somebody 18th row. And another host, one of the afternoon hosts, went to last night's game, and I'll hear more from him tomorrow on his experience at game four because he's a huge Ranger fan. But Craig Way is a Dodger fan, so he actually got to see a Dodger victory. So yeah. he was excited. And then he yeah. drove back and did his show Wednesday, drove back 200 miles, and was home to – but to be able to do his show at ten in the morning on Wednesday morning, <laughs> but he well, he thought it was a, he said it was a really nice state, really good experience. He was really impressed. Yeah, it's a brand uh, new stadium, so nobody's been there yet. So you know, yeah, that's, yeah, that's he, cool yeah, he thing. had never been there. He said, and they had a they had it down, but it wasn't it wasn't like they were bullying you. They just had everything down, and they did it. They were very respectful, handling it respectfully, unlike some other businesses that may be like, you got to do this. You gotta. Of course, you had to have your masks on at all time unless you were eating and drinking. Yep. So, so uh, the, another couple of baseball notes. Justin Turner tied Duke Snyder uh, with his 11th postseason home run, and so he's tied for Dodger history. Uh, he broke that last night, Chris. Oh, he hit one last night? Okay. Yeah, he, See, I didn't yeah. listen to the whole game. And he, last night, didn't he become the first in the World Series to hit Two first-inning home runs in back-to-back games. Two out. In oh, okay. In back-to-back games. games in, yeah, he hit, he hit first-inning home runs in back-to-back games with two outs in both situations. And okay. the Dodgers, and I don't know how they've scored tonight, but uh, they've scored 57 runs in the postseason with two outs. Okay. So, and uh, so uh, now he then leads on home runs. Duke Snyder is second, and then Corey Seager and Steve Garvey are tied for third with uh, 10 apiece. Right. And uh, Ooh, then, that, that, now, now in Cub fan lore, Chris, that's a bad name, Steve Garvey. <laughs> Steve Garvey, right. <laughs> that's right. Okay, I'm now. Sure, I'm sure um, Pierre would agree with that. <laughs> any any hot stove rumors, Perry, from the last week or so? No, no and I really haven't heard anything. You know, you still hear the possible La Russa rumors. Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard any more about the managerial stuff. So next, uh, the Red, I know the Red Sox have interviewed several coaches from several different teams, but no names I really correct, recognize. Correct, and I so. think I think we said that last week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we should know more of the the front office returns next Sunday. So we should know more on that. Yeah, and really ahead. Wednesday on Thursday. 
uh, well, well, the day after the World Series, whatever it is, there's probably two or three things that are set to go that they've kept the lid on because they get fined right. if they don't. And right. This all came from the A-Rod thing. The night the Red Sox won in 2007, they spent the whole night talking about uh, what, what A-Rod was going to do because he was going to uh, opt out, I think, of his contract and uh, go to free agency. Of course, he didn't leave the Yankees. But well, they, he opted out and they re-signed him is what correct. happened. That's what I'm yeah. saying. He, he, yeah. It looked like he might leave. So they were ta- everybody was talking about that so much that so they weren't paying attention to the game. So yeah. MLB frowned upon that. So probably on uh, Wednesday or Thursday, whenever the series is over, the day after, you may see a few announcements and uh, things will get going. So anyway, so that's it for baseball, I think, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yep. Uh, the, on to the NBA. Uh, the new oh. Indiana coach is Nate Bjorkren. And he yep. is uh, from Iowa originally. He was a Toronto assistant. And uh, you say you knew you knew some about him uh, from uh, the D League. Yeah, he co- he coached in the. I think it was the D League at the time, but it was yeah, still he, the D League then. Yeah, he coached in Des Moines here. He replaced Nick Nurse, who is the head coach at Toronto, and that is that's of course who he coached under in Toronto. Now somebody on the radio was saying, we have some background noise somewhere. Yeah. Somebody was saying that um, he played in a game when he played here. I believe he played in, you know, before he coached and he had stitches in his head. And once they stitched him up, he wanted to go back in the game and play again. Yeah. So he he's quite he is quite a guy. Now, now, Bill, I know you're in Florida now, but what have you heard around Indiana? Are they are, are they the happy fans, or, or are the not? fans happy? Not so happy, or or is it just kind of wait and see? Kind of a wait and see. I don't think they're. I think their expectation was they would hire a big name coach, and right. I think they just said, "Well, we're probably going to lose Victor, and you know we could be." They don't call it a rebuild. What is it a recent? You wonder. You wonder, Bill, if they are trying to take. And I know we we talked about this a little bit on Friday night. But you wonder if they're if they're saying, well, you know, Nick Nurse got hired in Toronto, and it, it didn't really take him that long to win a title. You know, maybe we can hire this guy, and maybe he can hit. You know, just like Nick Nurse did. You wonder well, if that's their thought process. Maybe, but. They didn't have Kawhi Leonard and, and a couple no. others. No. <laughs> and, he, and they're thinking because him and Nick Nurse, both D-League guys, G-League guys, and they know how to get the best out of a lower, uh, you know, a limited, you know, they don't have to necessarily have the big stars all the time. And they, that maybe I heard that's what their their thinking is. Okay, so Stan Van Gundy, a big name, went to New Orleans to work with uh, Zion Williams. So Williamson, so or is it Williams? I think it is Williams. Williamson. 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 Okay, Zion Williamson. So I mean, there you go. There, you know, you had Doc Rivers go to Philadelphia. You had Stan Van Gundy. You had Ty Lue go to the Clippers, and then uh, you know, then Bjorkman could be the best of them all for all we know. And again, the thing about this, uh, and Billy Donovan that you, going to Bulls. That you have Billy to Donovan say, went to Billy the Bulls. Billy Donovan yeah. went to the Bulls, and and you got to say, you know. Uh, yeah. He, it may show that uh, Bjorkman's real competitive, or he's not that bright. I don't know what it means. And, uh, you, oh, <laughs> oh, I don't. You know what? I, I don't believe you will ever say that he isn't competitive because <laughs> I was at I was at games up at the the arena here when he coached here, and he, I mean he was he'll let them know exactly what he thinks. If yeah. they're not doing what he wants them to do, he lets them know it, and he is he is competitive. And, and the only still, job still open is there's the two jobs. There's Houston oh, and Oklahoma City. 
Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, City is still up in that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, Toronto may play their games at, in Louisville at the Yum Center. And uh, Yum, of course, is the brand with the KFC and uh, uh, Eat Pizza Hut and Taco Bell and all that. And that's where the Louisville Cardinals play. So they may play their games there because, again, going back and forth across the border. We talked to a, our friend in Toronto, Dave, and it's pretty unclear how it even works. He, he's up there. He doesn't know how it works either. So it's, it's, it's just very confusing right now with the regulations that they have. And, and so they're the, talking about starting on the 22nd of December, playing 72 games. Yep. Right, they are, because they want to get ready for the Olympics, which would be January, uh, July 23rd of 21 to August uh, 8th of 21 in Tokyo. And, and But the question is, how will, uh, you know, if, if you're having a wave, uh, you know, if we're going to have a wave and it does seem like we're starting one uh, or a spike or whatever you want to call it, and we have this for the next three or four months through the winter, how are they going to travel in this? I mean, I don't understand I don't, how I don't they're going to do it. Well, I, I guess, I mean, I guess unfortunately, I, I, I would think, Chris, that stuff that between the NBA and the NBA PA, they're going to have to negotiate and, that out. I think with these rapid tests, they're yeah. thinking that things may be a little bit easier than they would have been, say, three, four months ago. Well, that's and remember, true. they charter. They charter. They do. So they, they charter, and so when they go to the city, they'll just stay in their hotel, and and there's talk of, like, having it to where when they play, let's say, if you're going to a city that's in your division, maybe you play you play them four times, you would play the two road games maybe in a back-to-back at that city, and then and – then, in places, let's say like New York, New Jersey, New York, Brooklyn, you'd go in there and play both of them. That way you're not traveling right. as much and you yeah. could bust down to Philly, something like that. And then the, yeah, because baseball, you know, they, you know, you travel usually if, if you know, basically twice a, a week, but in the NBA, you travel about four times a week. Right. Know? And yeah. that's, that's the difference. And of, and of course, we'll figure all this out going forward. And yes. then with the NHL, it's even more, and we'll be getting the NHL in a minute, but in the NHL, uh, you know, they're they're talking about having a Canadian division again for the same reason about getting people across the border. So we don't know right. how they'd even realign the the American teams because you'd have a Canadian division with seven teams, which is fine. But then you've got to split up the other three uh, sets of teams into some kind of divisions. And then probably what you would do in the NHL is reconstitute and maybe even the NBA reconstitute the bubbles for the playoffs. You might might end up doing probably. that. But maybe yeah. by by May or June things will be a little better. But we don't know that. Yeah. But our big story is there any more in the NBA we need to talk about? No. No. I think that's it. Our big story in the NHL was really a media story, and it's that Mike Doc Emmerich has, is retiring. And I know that Bill has some sound, and uh, if he wants to play that for us, it's about a five-minute cut, and then we'll talk about it. Well, for a further look at tonight's game, let's go inside. Mike Emmerich and the coach, Bob McCammon. Thank you, Chief and Ed. I don't know what you were doing on Labor Day of last year, 210 days ago, but this guy was at the Cumberland County Civic Center in Portland. Live on Sports Channel, the first ever television coverage of the NHL entry draft in the United States. I'm Mike Emmerich from the floor of this entry draft, and this is always an exciting time, not only for the players and for the teams, but for fans of hockey all across North America. Rodor controlling the net. for mayhem, ladies and gentlemen out there right now. It walks right around in front, back on in front, 
smoke of all the pregame theatrics. The goaltenders have taken their positions in the crease. And across to Ozelinch, then on to Huselius. A shot snapped out of the air by Marty Brodeur, as if to say, you got to give me more than that. He swept one off Murray, a drive by When calmly, apparently, <laughs> grab the water bottle. <laughs> the game on his stick right here. Score! Penguins win! If he scores, it's over. Ovechkin. Yes! Barker kept it. Shot one. Blocked down in front. And are they ever playing like it? Brought back up by Stahl. Getting back across to Williams. Score! Gonchar turns it around. It is brought right back into the pass. It's brought back in. Save That's it. The Detroit Red Wings for the third time in 11 years are the Stanley Cup champions. One last quarter. Well, he wasn't sure where that rebound went. My uh, Doc Emmerich was one of those. You could listen to him as a as a blind person, and you really yeah. understood the hockey. I mean, some of them just kind of let yeah. the you know they don't do it, but he still did it the old fashioned way, and you and, could keep up with the game. Yeah, he has a book. He has yeah. a book out right now, and all of this he's not getting the proceeds from it. It's going to a couple different charities. It's called Off Mike: 
how a basketball crazed fan from Indiana became the top <laughs> hockey announcer or something like that. But it's called Off Mike, and he tells the story how he didn't know much about hockey, and he went to Dayton, or he was at University of Miami of Ohio, and he went to an International Hockey League game at Dayton, and that's how he used to go to some of those, and that's how he got into it. And he was on the Dan yeah. Patrick show, and he told a lot of his story. And he One of the things, he too, knew, he listened to Bob Chase a lot. Bob Chase did the games on WOWO, and he listened to him a lot because he did the Fort Wayne Comets in the International League. And, uh, yeah, he you know, listened he really to him, but he got said excited he really about got that into it when he went. He, he thought he was going to be a basketball player. Uh, announcer. He said even in high school, he thought maybe he could play basketball is what he said on Dan Patrick's show. And he was really, you know, he, he even said he on there, he knew going into this season, he said, they let me work from home, even though everybody else was in the bubble. He said, I knew that this was probably going to be the year, my last, you know, my last playoff. And he goes, I wanted to go out with, you know, on top. And, yep. you know, he, well, and you, you, would, you would assume Anyway, you would assume that maybe when you talk about you know who who will do hockey, uh, Kenny Albert is their second yeah. announcer. So you would think maybe he would just step so. up and I well, think he'd he give up the NFL with Fox and just do NBC. I'm sure. I or think he, so. I think he would. You know, again, of course, the way the seasons are going to dovetail or not this year, the sports calendar, he he may not even have to decide that. Uh, uh, right yeah, away. I, don't, I, I don't. I don't know if. Kenny Albert is even uh, doing NFL this year. I haven't heard. He, he is. He is because we yeah, had him. Which we had is, him today with. That is with, a rare hold, thing. Hold, hold on, one sport for one one network and one for another. Okay. Well, he is okay. he is doing the NFL because we had him today on Fox. Okay. okay. Yeah. And Sean, what did you say about one sport for one network? He's doing one sport for one network and one for another. Right. Uh, you know, that doesn't happen that often. No. Yeah. On over the air networks. It doesn't. But, you know, they, they could actually what they could do is just uh, bring him in as a, a backup football guy, too, uh, and just uh, give him because Al Michaels is going to be leaving in a year or so. So move him he into a little Dame. slot in there. He could yeah. do Notre Dame or something like Dame. that. Yeah. Mike Tirico is going to move into Al Michaels. Slot. Right. He could do the Notre yeah. Dame. No, he could do mm-hmm. Notre Dame and do the hockey. So that would work out right. fine. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, so that and he was born. Uh, Mike. uh, uh Mike Emmerich was born uh, August 1st, 1946. I found that out in, in La Fontaine, Indiana. And I guess he worked for, he did games for the Flyers, but also for the Devils. That's why you heard so much of Marty Brodeur as the goalie there. That was the Devils' famous goalie. And uh, he also worked for Fox, ABC, and ESPN, and then NBC. So, And then uh, the other thing about uh, the uh, NHL, they will not have the Winter Classic or the uh, All-Star Game this year, and they're going to still try to get the re- regular season started New Year's Day. And I think the reason they're not going to bother with the Winter Classic, there's a lot of preparation, a lot of you know uh, work that has to be done to get that ready. And if you're not even going to have fans, and you don't even know whether you're going to have fans by New Year's Day for anything, you right. know, you could designate somewhere, and by then uh, maybe no fans. So if they can just get their travel, like we were talking about earlier, same situation for the NBA and the NHL with travel and same kind of schedule. They, they've got all, all they can do to get that travel uh, worked out. So having the Winter Classic just doesn't make a lot of sense right? at this point. So that's it for hockey as far as I know. Yep. So I guess it's time for the uh, poll question. The poll yeah, go question. ahead and call in uh, 646-876-9923 and then 287-723-4600. Hit the pound key. Call in with your moments. Uh, of course, we're going to go with some of your 
happy times in sports, some of your best memories for your team, best moments for each of your teams. And let's go ahead and start with you, Chris. Okay. Well, of course, I have a few teams, so I have a few moments. And one, the first one I think I'm going to mention is about football, and it's about – I was. this was sort of a funny thing. It was 1984, and it was Thanksgiving Day. And the Patriots were playing the Cowboys. And I said, and, and they had gotten the lead or whatever. And they, or, or they were trying to come back. And they came down the field. And I said, this never works. We never win one of these games on, on uh, you know, national TV or whatever. And they didn't. They lost that game. They were trying to, it was an important game to the Patriots. They were trying to get in the playoffs that year. And they didn't. But then the next day, we had the, the game on the 23rd of uh, November of 1984 that everybody here will remember. And, uh, you know, it was BC and Miami. And they were both top uh, top 10 teams going back and forth and I they were behind BC 45 to 41 and the uh, the ball was uncorked from uh, Doug Flutie to Gerard and of course there was Flutie mania by that time he'd been at BC for three years and everybody went crazy that was the one time college football was relevant around here in my lifetime basically and he uncorked it a long pass to Gerard Phelan, who caught it. And as Dan Davis said, he did it. He did it. Flutie did it. And uh, Brent Musburger was on the call on, on TV. And you see that. Yeah, and Aaron And Aaron Parsegan, yep. So that was a big win. Finally, a win on the national stage. And then the other one for football, I'd have to mention, is the opposite of what we, what we talked about last week with the Rams, when the Patriots actually won that Super Bowl. Because they had the lead. They were in control of the game. They were about to score again. And Tabucky Jones had an interception, ran it all the way back, looked like the touchdown that was going to put the game away. And there had been an offside on the play. And the play was called back. And the Patriots <laughs> didn't score. And you say, here we go. It's like the ball going through Buckner's legs again or something or, or whatever. But uh, – uh, they they did win that game. They kicked that field goal. Adam Vinatieri kicked it, and they won it. And uh, it was amazing to actually have finally won the Super Bowl, uh, the, the laughing stock of football in the 90s, when they said that they used to intercept Patriot missiles. They said that's the only interceptions the Patriots are ever getting, you know, is when the Patriot missile used to intercept those uh, rockets uh, in Israel in the, yep. during the war. So that's and, and, of course, and, of course, now, Chris, in my, in my mind, I wasn't so happy about that Super Bowl. No, that's right. So that's my football stuff. Uh, the basketball. Ball, I would say beating the Lakers in '84 as a special championship of the first. You know, all the, we had many championships with the Celtics, but beating the Lakers in '84, no one really thought the Celtics did have home court. But people just thought, oh, Magic's going to be Bird again. But they did beat them in, uh, in in a good seventh game, and that was really exciting. Uh, and the two comebacks that they had against Philadelphia in '68 and '81, being down three games to one and winning the East, and going on and winning the titles in in those years. Uh, those were those were good for the Celtics. For the Red Sox, of course, it was uh, well. We had yeah. a moment like it, the fist home run when, of course, they didn't win the World Series that year, but that was such a special moment. But then the uh, comeback against the Yankees in '04 when they were down three nothing and they came back and won the series, and that was an amazing uh, time here. Just people were such a they were so bleary eyed being up late with these games, but uh, they were just so happy. Everybody was. And then in hockey, the Bruins actually winning the Stanley Cup in 1970. I mean, they were. Thr- Threatening to do it for a couple of years before that with Bobby Orr, but when they finally did it, that was such a big thrill. So those were my moments. Paul, Perry, uh, hold on, just say go go ahead, Sean. Let me. I'm doing something here for just a second. Okay. okay. Well, you can do that. We'll go to Robert. Robert, 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 Robert you go ahead. Uh, okay. Well, um, for me, um, obviously, um, uh, the Raiders winning their very first uh, Super Bowl, Super Bowl Eleven, with John Madden, and of course. Uh, one of the people we're going to talk about later, Matt Blair. I remember him playing in that game. Right. Uh, that was the very first 
Super Bowl that we that we got a chance to go to because Pittsburgh kept us out throughout the 70s. Every time we ran into the Steelers, we couldn't beat them. And so that definitely got, uh, of course, all three of the Raiders championships are special, but uh, your first one is always your best. So, uh, but th- that one I'll pick out for football, uh, baseball, because, because of uh, the circumstances behind it and what happened in the 89 uh, World Series with the A's and Giants with the earthquake and and how everybody w- came together and it was very difficult for both of those teams to resume that World Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first two games were played. It was then uh, they were getting ready to start Game Three and that's when the earthquake happened. Of course, they took ten days off uh, with that and it was very difficult for both of those teams to play and. So, but because of the circumstances, it kind of helped things out. So the A's in '89, uh, and in basketball, the ver- the first championship was the Warriors uh, without Kevin Durant. The the one that that we originally built ourselves was Clay Thompson, uh, Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, and. Harrison Barnes and all the, you know, uh, I hate the last two championships we got because he basically came in to collect rings. And uh, uh, I've never been a fan of somebody jumping aboard when somebody's already put something together. So the first one that we did with, without him, that that means more to me than, than the others. How about so. that 75 title when they weren't expected to do a whole lot and they came a kind of, well, they had a pretty good year, I think the year before, but they came, came along and then swept the bullets. That was amazing. Yeah, they, uh, well, and, uh, uh, as you remember, uh, they didn't even get to play at home, uh, during the finals, Chris, because, uh, uh, the, the circus was in town. Uh, so we had to use the cow palace in San Francisco for the finals that year. Okay. Uh, and, uh, so yeah, that was, that whole 75 team was strange, but actually we had a better year in 76. That's right. We, we won 59 games and, uh, the miracle Suns came along and That's, knocked us, knocked us off or we would have played very, this. I was very happy to see that because I was a little afraid of the Warriors, but I, I thought they yeah. could this all could beat the Suns. That's right. Yeah, uh, we we because uh, I I I told I was convinced that okay we're going to play Boston. No, it didn't work out that way. No, it didn't. And, and of course, uh, Game Five of that Finals is one of the most memorable in basketball history. So, That's right. Robert, Robert, isn't the circus in town all the time? Uh, uh, they don't. Draymond, they Green, don't. Draymond Green is on your team, yeah, so the go. circus is yeah. always there. As far as I'm concerned, um, if we could get rid of him, I would be happy. You know, <laughs> uh, um, I, because I think uh, when Durant came, when Kevin Durant showed up, the real Draymond Green came out of the woodwork, and he, uh, of course, I blame him for for costing us the Cleveland series in '16. I'm happy for Cleveland; they finally won. But every time I hear that highlight that we played at the beginning of the show, it drives me crazy, <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, no, okay. I, you know. So anyway, no, th- those are some of mine. Okay. Well, Perry, you ready now? I'm yeah. ready now. Yes, we'll. St- I'll start in the colleges. Um, back in 1990, when the first time ever that you and I went to the NCAA tournament, they played the University of Missouri. 
and uh, they had a 20 point lead. That's when Missouri had the guys like Doug Smith, you know, and that all those, all those great yeah. players, you and I built a 20 point lead for Missouri to come back and tie. And then for Maurice Newby to hit a three point uh, shot at the buzzer to win that game. That was, the, that's the first one from them. And then of course I thought they might beat Minnesota two days later, but now that wasn't to be. Then of course we go to 2010 when they go to the NCAA and they beat UNLV in a really good eight nine game. And then you thought, oh, oh yeah. no, they're going to play Kansas. <laughs> you thought, oh no, yeah. down and went lo Kansas. And, lo and yeah. behold, down went Kansas, and and that was that was those are probably my two best one was best ones with them. Um, of course, you you can't forget the Cubs in 2016. I, which I mean, that'll be. <laughs> <laughs> you can't forget the World Series in 2016. I'll bet uh, me and Pierre and all of us Cub fans were still loving that, but yeah. you just kind of wish they'd get go a little John further in the playoffs. Yes, you kind of wish we, they'd go a little further anymore, but you know how that goes. But and yeah. then the Rams. In 2000, when the Rams won that Super Bowl, the yeah, one wow. right before the one you were talking about, Chris, when they, That's you right. know, when the when they scored, then the Titans scored to tie the game, then the well, Rams two Super Bowls before because the Ravens snuck in there and beat the Giants, but yeah, That's right, yeah, yeah, and That's then right. of course, then once the Titans yeah. tied it, the Rams scored, and then. I'll be darned. Here go the Titans down to the 20, the 50, and they got him at the one-yard line. Yeah, I thought, oh, no. <laughs> and if I remember with... that guy, and I forget who he was, but I think he was on the Patriots for the uh, – uh, Kevin the Patriots. Dyson. Kevin, no, Kevin. Mike, no, 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 no. Mike, Mike Jones. That's oh, right. that's Mike it. Jones. And he was Mike on the Jones, Patriots yeah. to beat the Rams. Yeah. Yes, he was. Two years later. So yeah. – and then, and then, of course, you and I football going to the championship in 2005, after, you know, beating Texas State in overtime. That was a fantastic game mm -hmm. to go to the finals there, too. So those are okay. a few of them. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay, I'll make mine quick. Probably the best year was 1976 when the Reds swept the World Series in 75. Well, they didn't sweep in 75, but nope. anyway, but 76 when they won, and that was the year that Indiana ran the board and went undefeated. Yes. And really, if Scott May hadn't broke his arm in 75, uh, they might have yep. done it then in 75. But the victories in 81 and 87 for the national championship, some early Pacers back in the ABA. Also, the I, I thought this was better than the Super Bowl when the Colts were down twenty-one to three to the Patriots at the Hoosier <laughs> Dome. Came back and won that game. Yeah. What a game! Another one against the Chiefs when they were down thirty-eight to ten and yeah, came back. Right, right, and so. Those are just some highlights. Of course, the and Super the, and Bowl. And the big moment in 87 was the Keith Smart shot. So yes. That was, that was yes. really a special. So. Yeah, yeah they, he'll they, always be remembered for that. Yep. Yeah, right. same. Had, no, that, those, Bill, those were the, the the 87. That's when they had, like, Smart and wasn't that the Steve Alford teams and all those guys? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Steve yeah. Alford was on there. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to yep. Don Fisher. We were talking about him earlier. I was listening to Wowo that night and got to hear that. So that was good. Yep. So that's my memory. Right. Summing it up quickly. All right. For me, I have a couple that stand out. Night, the year was 1999. <laughs> <laughs> I got to know it. Hey, we got to honor Howard. No, but anyway, no, 1999, 
the strike-shortened season, Spurs getting their first NBA championship. Of course, everybody, they always called it an asterisk, but they're not calling this one an asterisk. No, LeBron, I think it's an asterisk. Don't, that kind of went out of fashion. Nobody's doing that for this. Well, obviously, this year, everything's an asterisk, but we're all in the same place. Yeah, they didn't field. call the last even, lockout an asterisk. Even after 99, I, I think that kind of talk. You know, the Bruins but, won it in, in his strike-shortened year, I think, in 11, too. You know, yep. I don't think that that but really the big one, happened. Yeah, the big one thing for that, like I said, 1999, Tim Duncan's second year, uh, Popovich's third year coaching uh, as a head coach. David Robinson had been injured a couple years earlier. That's where they got Tim Duncan. He had to deal in his career with guys like Tartanian coaching him for a year and Dennis Rodman and all that in the early 90s. And he finally got it. And, and Sean Elliott had just had his kidney transplant. And he came back. He was playing. You know, Sean Elliott was traded a few years earlier for Dennis Rodman and then was traded back to the Spurs because you know they wanted him. So he, you know, they got that and it was it's kind of a hey, you know, there it's a redemption because San Antonio had always been close. They had, by that time they had only missed the playoffs three times, uh, in 84, 87, and 97, and then of course you know this year that was number four. But we're not going to talk about that. But all right, but you know they. They finally got that redemption. They were always that close. The Jazz would knock them out. The Lakers would knock them out. Uh, the Rockets would knock them out. And those three especially would always kick them out of the playoffs. But they got it. And then, of course, the big one for me, January 4, 2006, the 2005 Rose Bowl. It was Remember, that was the year. That was when they still... They didn't play the extra game at the Bulls. They had the Bulls themselves in the championship, so the Rose Bowl was played on January 4th. Texas USC, what some consider the, uh, one of the two greatest college games ever. Some call it the greatest. I call it the greatest college game ever. Uh, Texas, Vince Young, they were down by 12 points. Uh, you know, Lindell White comes down. Texas comes down, wins it 41-38. It was, it was Keith Jackson's very last college game to ever call and he I think was kind of he was kind of rooting for USC a little bit because he's kind of a Pac-12 guy and you know and I think it was Dan Faust with him was trying to be like oh no no you know it's come on now it's this Faust was trying to be objective and you know you got and then you had Craig way on the call and Either way, it, I mean, just a storyline you had. Is USC going to repeat? You know, it was, it was Ron Franklin, Sean, on ESPN Radio, and I kind of think he might have been pulling for UT. Oh, he was – well, because he was a voice for Texas back in the right. day. But, yeah, I didn't – I never heard the Ron Franklin call. I heard Craig Way and Keith Jackson. But it was just one – I mean, the storyline going into that game, was USC going to repeat or was Texas going to get it? And there was a whole controversy – should Reggie Bush have been the Heisman Trophy winner? A lot of people were saying Vince Young should have. Maybe Matt Leinart should have repeated. But, you know, it was all all those storylines going into well, that Well, of course, they, they ended up taking away Bush's Heisman. Yeah, they took it away. And if they if they gave the Heisman after the right after the whole season, Vince Young probably would have gotten it. But yeah. I mean, just the whole the storyline behind that game just made it. And I was I was watching it with a group, and it started. It didn't get over till after midnight Central Time. Oh, yeah. It started at seven thirty Central. So oh, yeah. it was just, it was it was it a was, long game. Mm-hmm. It was a long game, and I was yeah. Let's I mean let's just say. I mean, I wasn't feeling much pain. That's all. All right. So, do we have any Jeff, callers? We do. We do. Jamal, if you want to unmute, uh, we would be able to hear your memories. 
All right, Jamal. Hello, how are y'all doing? Hey, Jamal. We're, right. we're good. Okay. I got a couple memories, so bear with me. First of all, June of 1991, the Chicago Bulls' first NBA championship when they took out the Los Angeles Lakers in game five in Los Angeles. I was on a high school trip during that game, and we were watching the game, and John patched this dagger after dagger, and that was great to see the Bulls win the mm-hmm. first NBA championship. Memory number two. Uh, now, granted, I was in junior high school during this point, but the Chicago Bears, 1986, when they just dismantled Chris's New England Patriots. Yeah, I know. How, how come half these moments are, are beating my teams? I don't understand. <laughs> and that, and that, of course, that, of course, Jamal, was the invention of the Super Bowl shuffle. That's Super right. Shuffle. Yes. yes. And, uh, and also, another happy moment. Now, th- this was interesting. I was listening to the ball game in 2005. Then I dozed off. Huh. Now, I did, and when I, I was halfway asleep, I thought I heard something about a home run. I woke up the next morning, turned on the radio, and found out the White Sox had won the World Series over Houston. Okay. And I was three quarters of the way asleep during the Jeff Blum home run. That's right. I thought I was imagining stuff. I, I'll tell you, I, I sure didn't sleep during that 2004 World Series. I, I was going <laughs> no. to miss that. I, I don't know how anybody can sleep when their team's winning the World Series, but that's that, yeah. And my final, my final happy moment. Now, I as you all know, I'm a White Sox fan. I'm not a Cubs fan, but I don't hate the Cubs. Right. Back in 2016, I was on a conference line talking to a friend of mine, and I had the Cubs game on in the background when they took the Dodgers out and won the won the uh, National pennant. And I was happy about that because of because number one. I was glad that I was hoping that we would hear this nonsense about Bartman and 2003. I wanted to get rid of that nonsense. And number two, I was—I remembered going to my grandfather's house for his final few years. And every time I visited his house during the summertime, he had on the Cubs game. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of happy about that too, even though he wasn't around. But it just brought back some sentimental memories. Yeah. So. Now, if, any, so if anybody my... if anybody else wants to put up their hand, you got a few seconds here to do it. Yeah, sure. Anybody else have any memories, real quick? Anybody? Well, but I okay, don't see any more hands. Huh? So well, I think okay. uh, Pierre okay. might be coming on. I just saw oh, two two five. Okay. Has he got his hand raised? I just saw a two two five. Uh oh! So here comes Pierre. All right. Well, I thought Pierre was already in. But he is uh, not. Yeah, well, yeah. He might have raised he his hand, though. Okay, here I am. Here he is. Uh, okay, uh, uh, Robert, you're going to have to get up and get breakfast early in the morning. Why? Because the, your NASCAR race is at 7 o'clock in the morning, your time. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so they've rescheduled it for 10 a.m. Eastern. Okay. Right, right. And, uh, well, my memory, of course, is last year when LSU won the national championship. They went undefeated, uh, and uh, they won the national championship in the Superdome. So it right. was a, a really good yeah. year. How and come you didn't figure next- out a way to get some of that money, Pierre? 
<laughs> and then my uh, next one, of course, Perry knows what this is when the Cubs won the World Series. That's right. yeah. okay. I, I, I got to my... tell you, though, Pierre, there was a, there was so much back and forth that night, though, because you had the lead. <laughs> then they come back and tie it up, and you're like, oh, no, not this again. Right. Oh, that, that was one of the best seventh games of the it was. World Series. It really history. was. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet you guys hated Rajay Davis when he did that. He, t- he tied up the ball game. It was like, okay. Well, not so much. I mean, not so much after you win the game, but yeah. No. <laughs> go ahead, yeah. go ahead, Pierre. And uh, my uh, my next one, of course, is when the Saints won the Super Bowl. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh huh. And I just saw a bonehead play a while ago. Uh, I, I'm watching the uh, Seahawks game, and uh, they're ahead thirteen to seven. Okay. Well, Arizona had a chance to kick a field goal and made it thirteen to ten, and then went for it on fourth down and didn't ah. make the didn't make <laughs> these coaches. I'm telling you, that that's, you that know. sounds like something that that particular coach would do, though, doesn't it, Sean? I mean, he did. He's yeah. he is a Big Twelve coach. Uh, yeah, well, yep. I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand coaches in the NFL this year. I really don't. No, well, he it happened. They started it last year. They loved, they but they're forgetting. It, you know? When they do that and they're saying, okay, we're going to go for this thing because we can get two yards or one yard or whatever it is we think we can get on this fourth down, they're also dissing their defense. They don't right. think yeah. of it that way, but they're dissing well, their defense. Well, Cliff Kingsbury is not no at Texas Tech, he was not known for defense. He said, no, I'll, no I'll he was an offensive guy. Yeah, but I'll all these coaches, even defensive-minded coaches, do it, and they're dissing their defense because they're saying, if we kick a field goal, we want to, we want to get this touchdown because we think that the, you know, and they don't think of it this way. But the defense probably sitting there saying, hey, don't they think we can hold them? You know, I mean, we can hold them. Real, real quickly on your championship, though, back to that real quick. But LSU, hey, your coach there, he got his divorce, and he parlayed that national championship. They had the pictures come out of him and the nice young lady there about, what, about <laughs> 20, about in her early, mid-20s or something. They had a nice picture. They hit, oh, Ed O got in with a nice young lady. <laughs> oh, and earlier, Sean, you were talking about uh, that uh, that uh, booster for the LSU basketball team giving yeah. uh, that guy the, the, the job for 108000 well, you yeah. know where the money came from? There, there no. was a guy here in, in in town. He was the head of the hospital foundation, and he uh, he was in charge of millions of dollars. Well, he stole two million dollars, and part <laughs> of it went to pay the guy off. Oh my! Oh, I God. hadn't heard that part of it. Hadn't oh heard wow! That. Okay. Well, if All anybody right. else has anything, real quick on the poll question, we will give you about five seconds to get your hand raised. And I don't see any more, so Chris, go ahead. Okay, well, we have our deaths that I mentioned earlier, and we'll give a little more detail here. And again, always uh, thanks to David USF, who uh, gets these for us. So the first guy is uh, probably the most well-known one of of this week, Daryl Cousins, was 74 years old. He died of cancer. He's an AL umpire from 79 through 99, and then uh, became uh, an MLB umpire, if I could talk, from 2000 through 2012. That's when they merged all the umpires. Uh, he was a crew chief. He only became a crew chief in 08, so that's kind of a long time. And he did. He had a good rep- rep- reputation. I don't understand yeah. why that would be. Uh, he was, uh, let's see, he, let's see, uh, he came in uh, – uh, during 79, he was a replacement umpire during the umpire strike. I didn't even remember we had had an umpire strike. He uh, was in five division series, 
seven league championship series, three World Series in 88, 99, and 05, three All-Star games. He was behind. There were a lot of uh, games he was in at third base and second place, second base. But I will mention uh, the place when he was behind the plate for big games. He was behind the plate when Tom Seaver got his 300th win on August 4th, 1985 at Yankee Stadium. He was a home uh, a home plate umpire for Barry Bonds, the 755th homer that tied uh, Hank Aaron. He had he umpired in 4,496 games, and uh, so that he was quite a, an umpire. And I think he had a good. Uh, reputation. So why it took him so long to be a crew chief, I don't know, but 30 years. Okay, Mario Henderson, 35 years old, from Florida State, uh, played for Bobby Bowden, then drafted by the Oakland uh, A's, uh, Raiders, Raiders, if I could talk, in the third round in 07. Uh, He played for the Raiders 07 to 10. He won game in 07, 11 and 08, and then full seasons in 9 and 10. Started 28 of his 44 uh, games, and uh, and then he played in the UFL and then arena football for three or four more years and an unknown cause of death for him. Then we have Tom Usick, 88 years old. He uh, was from Michigan State, and he was the outstanding player in the College World Series in 1954 for the Spartans. Then he played, went to the uh, my, Tigers minor league system, and he was there for four years, and he got to play one game in the major leagues on June 27, 1957, as a catcher for the Tigers. He went 0 for 1. But then he pushed over to football. He played up in Canada first, but uh, then he came to the Patriots in 61. He was their punter from 61 uh, through 66. And I had forgotten this. And this just shows you back in those days, and even though I was following the Patriots closely, you didn't have sports talk to reinforce things and you know to remind you of things and stuff. We didn't have any of that. And I had forgotten that he was the backup quarterback to Babe Perilli in 62 and that the Patriots, uh, he came in and did a fine job. They went 3-0. and he uh, he threw uh, 87. Uh, let's see, 87 passes for 1,374 yards. I'm not saying it was all at this time because he was their backup quarterback for a while. 87 passes for 1,374 yards and 12 touchdowns. And then as a running back, he had 72 carries for 424 yards and five rushing touchdowns. And then he uh, caught seven uh, passes for 69, and uh, and he recovered three fumbles. And uh, and again, he won those three games in '62, and then uh, I, they don't have a cause of death on him. But that is something that you forget. But you know, nowadays that we talk about these things, and again, the Patriots were the fourth team. But you just got sports and scores, and you, you, until you guys without talk shows, it was really a different world back until they started to come in the mid '60s. Bill Mathis, 81 years old, uh, he was a running back for the New York Titans. And then the New York uh, Jets, of course, 60 to 62, they were the Titans, and then the Jets in 63 through 69. He had uh, he was an AFL All-Star twice, and uh, he he won the AFL championship with the Titan uh, Jets. I mean, in 68 in the World Series, uh, World and the Super Bowl, Super Bowl three in 69, of course, beating the Colts. And he just uh, missed three games in uh, he, and uh, he started 91 of his 137 regular season games. He had uh, 3,589 yards rushing, 37 touchdowns, and he caught 149 balls for 1,775 yards, and he had uh, nine touchdowns receiving. Uh, no cause of death, but he had phys- physical and cognitive issues. And uh, after he retired from the Jets, he worked on Wall Street. And then we had uh, Matt Blair, and that uh, Robert was mentioning, outside linebacker for the uh, Vikings. He was 70 years old, played for the Vikings from 74 through 85. He had he made six Pro Bowls, 
77 through 82. He uh, is in the ring of honor for the Vikings. He started 130 of 160 games for the Vikings, uh, 16 interceptions, which is a team lead, uh, 20 fumble recoveries, uh, and one for a touchdown, and 13 uh, postseason games. He had two uh, recept- uh, um interceptions against the Rams in 76 and that was the game that the 76 into 77 that brought the uh the Vikings into the Super Bowl that they faced the Raiders in that game yeah and that was the NFC championship game when they beat the Rams uh and the, he had the second most tackles in Minnesota history and he had uh 20 block kicks and 23 sacks and uh and that was uh also uh the most in Minnesota history and, and former had, Raider Ted Hendricks is number one on the block kick. That's right. He was with 24. So. That's right. He was fifth yeah. in, in those block kicks in yeah. uh, football history. And you should say 20, Ted uh, Hendricks had 24. Died of encephalo, encephalopathy, and uh, that's the concussion uh, syndrome. So he was involved in the, uh, I imagine, in that lawsuit. In other words, CTE for those that yes. don't know what yes. that is. Right. And the last one we have here is for... Uh, uh, hang on a second. Oh, here it is. Uh, W.C. Gordon, 90 years old, the head football coach uh, for uh, Jackson State, 76 through 91. Uh, before that, he was assistant there from 70, 66 through into 76. He was also the base, baseball coach at Jackson State in 71 and 72. His record as a football coach was 119, 48 and 5, and he won the SWAC title, Southwestern Athletic Conference. Uh, uh, oh, in that conference, I'm sorry, he was 79 and 21, and he won the title eight times in the SWAC. And uh, Deion Sanders is now their coach, and uh, yes. and so and he's the head coach now, and he had a lot of nice things to say about this guy. And uh, and he's in the Jackson State Hall of Fame and the College Hall of Fame. He got into that in 2008. So there we are. And right. before and before Sean does his thing, just an update for you. The uh, Dodgers are still leading, but now it is three to two in the bottom of the fourth. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. And and Sean, why don't you wrap it here. up so we can watch the game? Right. Yeah, we got the got a couple big games going. So anyway, if you want to download this podcast at any time, go to legendoldies.com or uh, type in Sports Lounge Live, three words in your podcatcher, or tell your smart device to play Sports Lounge Live on Apple Podcasts. Or go listen, 773-572-3006, option number nine. Now, we will see you next week. We'll be back with week eight, and we'll have a wrap-up on the World Series. And, hey, we'll be one week closer. And uh, we'll, have box, we'll have boxing to talk about next week also. Oh, oh yeah, okay. a big boxing card, yeah. All right. right. So we'll see you next week.